Hey, Shalom and welcome to the third series of Medrash Morsels. These are short, meaningful, and sweet chunks of Medrash designed for the whole family. Medrash Morsels for Pasha's Voira, the Pasha of the Makas. Wow, kids, the Medrash goes to town describing these Makas. Take Makas Dam. The Medrash Tanchuma says, it's because the Egyptians worshipped the Yoor, the Nile River. It's Sheker, an Avera, even for non-Jews to believe in the Sheker. They think that a river has its own power and decides things? So the first Maka was to destroy the Nile River, to shake everyone up. The river water gave life to fish and to crops growing all around and to the people who needed it for drinking and keeping clean. But now blood. No water anymore for a week straight. The entire river was thick, sticky blood that caused death, not life. And it's no small river. We're talking about one of the longest, biggest rivers in the world. At some parts, the Nile River is as wide as three long football fields. Before Makasdam, the Yoor was teeming with fish, mamesh full and now they're all dead. Fish can't breathe blood. They can only breathe water. So they all died and floated to the top of the river. I always ask this tricky question. What color was the yore during Makas Dam? Kids usually say red, because blood is red. But the real answer is silver. The yore was silver and gray, because that's the color of dead fish which were floating on the surface of the bloody river, and they rotted. Rotten blood and rotten fish. The whole country stank. I imagine that the Mitzrim were walking around, digging for water, searching with clothespins on their noses or stuffed-up tissues up their noses. Now I'll tell you about the priests, the ones in charge of serving the river god. They saw that their God was powerless against the God of the Jews. They were shocked. The priests were scared. They were frightened out of their wits. I imagine some of them went and just jumped off the roof. They went crazy. But kids, it wasn't just the Nile. All waters in Egypt turned to blood. Swamps were now bloody swamps. Lakes were now bloody lakes, blood lakes. Ponds were now blood ponds. Pools were blood pools. Wells were now bloody wells. Brooks were now blood brooks. Streams were now blood streams. Springs were now blood springs. Even water that had been stored up in wooden vessels like barrels and kegs, they turned to blood. I imagine a thirsty Egyptian family. Daddy! Could you get us something to drink? We're famished. Sure. I'll go to the garage and open up one of our big barrels of fresh spring water. I kept it in oak casks. The kids followed their father out into the garage, each one holding his own cup. The father pries off the lid and... It's blood! It's blood! And they all cry and they run around like like you're going insane. Even their spit and saliva was blood. 
the Medrash Tanchuma says that Rabbi Avin Halevi used to say that Makas Dam made the Yidin rich. How so? A Jew and a Mitzri in one room with a barrel of water. The Mitzri fills his pitcher and finds it full of blood, while the Yid drinks cool and delicious water. It's... Ah! The Mitzri says, I demand from you, you're my slave, remember? I demand to let me drink water out of your hand. But kids, it didn't work. That water also turned to blood. Okay, this is what we're going to do. They filled a wide bowl with the Jews' water and attempted to drink the water at the same time together. The Yid drank water and the Goy drank blood. Yuck! The Mitzu said, I'll pay you. Here, take a penny for a cup of water. Still no. Take a nickel. Nope. Still blood. Here, take a dime. Still didn't work. Here, I'll pay you a quarter, a half a dollar, a silver dollar, a silver dollar for one cup of water. Now that's a good deal. Okay, says the Yid. Now you've made me happy. And presto, water for the Mitzri. And the news spreads. You can get water if you pay the Jews. But it's so expensive. A silver dollar for a measly cup of water. But kids, the Mitzri were thirsty. They were crazy thirsty, so it was worth it. They ended up spending a lot of money on water. Many, many Yidin started selling water all over the country. And that's the way the Yidin in Mitzrayim began to get rich. So you see how HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks after his Yidin. In the end, after all the misery of the Shibud Mitzrayim, Makas Dam comes and punishes the Gentiles. And that's what's going to happen soon in our days. When the Mashiach comes, after this long, bitter gullus that we've been suffering by the hands of the Gentiles, there's going to be makos that's going to make the makos of Mitzrayim look like child's play against the Gentiles. We're going to love it. We're going to relish it. We're going to say, Hashem, you always said that you're going to look after us. And look, you are at the end. end. Our Amuna paid off. For more stories, visit our website, musastories.com.